Hello and welcome back to the Behind the Shirts podcast, the show where I chat to the biggest names in the football shirt community. This week, I chat to the man with one of the most impressive shirt collections on Instagram and one of the most recognisable faces in the community, 343, or as I'll call him today, Will. Enjoy the listen. We are joined today by Instagram account 343, or as I best know him, Will, one of the kings of Instagram, I'd say. How are we doing today, Will? I'm doing very well, Joshy boy. How about yourself? Thank you for having me on your amazing show. It's it's my pleasure to have one of the best shirt collectors wow. believe, in the, in this country, maybe wow. a bit outside the country, Europe, the world. Wow. Who knows? I really, really appreciate that. I don't believe it's true. Personally, I think I've got one of the biggest mouths in the shirt collecting community. That That's for sure. But I know, I know my heart of hearts that in terms of shirts, there are people with superior collections but then they don't have beautiful faces so who wins uh you gotta have you gotta have the combination really to be noticed well that's why we're on a podcast to be honest that's why we're keeping so... audio let's be honest <laughs> yeah only the beautiful faces make it to video um so my, this podcast is obviously called behind the shirt i would like to know a bit more about the person rather than the account so okay. if you'd like to deep dive introduce yourself to the lovely people who are listening. Well, my name is William. <clears throat> we'll leave it at that. 343 is what I go by. Simple, short, effective. Yeah. 343 because um, of the famous Johan Cruyff's formation at Barcelona. He did 433 as well, but 343 wasn't taken. Let's be let's be clear about that. 433 is a big company and they've taken all the work, the 433 options that you can have on Instagram. So I was looking at formations. It wasn't going to be three five two or four four two already taken. So three four three, <clears throat> Johan Cruyff. It made sense. So that's what I go by now on Instagram, and I found an amazing community of people who love football shirts, which I did not know existed. To be completely honest, I had no clue, and I'm sure it's the same for everyone else. Maybe you yourself, Josh. Josh. Um, and since I found that community, I've established myself. With Dan at Show It's a Fan is one of the big mouths in the community, um, to the point where some people might even say I've got the best collection, but that's just not true. Definitely not true. There's a few people on the, even on Instagram that have got ridiculous collections, and there's people who probably aren't even on Instagram who's got ridiculous collections that we don't even know about who might be in their seventies and like got Pele shirts, match wall, and all kinds. Um, but I'm just happy to be part of it. All. It is. It is a really good community. Like. Before I joined Instagram, I was maybe selling the odd shirt, collecting the odd shirt here and there. But as soon as I joined and found how many different people were doing it, I think we joined around the same time. Um, it was around May-ish last yeah, year. Yeah, May, June last year, I feel. Yeah. And yeah, it's around similar times. And it just all the, I'd say friends, all, all the acquaintances. And there are a few friends. I'd say friends. You, Dan. I'd say friends. Uh, you don't want to. Yeah, I'd some, say friends. Some people are definitely. You know, I've seen people's faces <laughs> in, in on the street more often than some of the people I talk to on Instagram. But I feel like I know some of these guys better. I, I understand pen pals. I understand it now. I used to think it was stupid. When I was in school, you'd say, someone would say, do you want a pen pal in Australia? And I, was, I had no interest in that. I was like, what's the point? Now I get it. I feel like I missed out. But I've got Jonesy and he's in Australia. So he's basically a pen pal. There you go. Yeah. 
You're my, you're my pen, pen pal pals. in Blackpool. Or FaceTime pals. And uh, people, all the all your listeners will get pen pals. They'll get it. They're all old people. You probably haven't a clue what I'm talking about, do you, Josh? Do you know what a pen yeah. pal is? Do you even know what a pen is? Um, I, I have up, I have updated myself to the world of pens. Updated, I my downgraded, at, mate. It's an old school thing. A young age, at a young age, a pen will always be in fashion. Will it? Walking around with a pen be, like behind your ear. It will be forever needed. I guess. I'm not sure I can of make course. such strong claims. Whether um, it ex- I don't think I would make the claim that a pen will whether, always be needed. I don't think I'd put my name to that one, Josh, personally. I could see they, they, they're, use, they're useful, and they always have been, but who knows what the future's going to hold, Josh. We might not need ink and paper at all. At all. Ever again. It might be just mind communication. Do you know what I mean? Mind to mind. What's the point then? You might have robots that write things for you without, without the need of a pen. Can't say forever. That's silly Maybe. talk, Josh. I, I didn't specifically mention ink, though. All right, so what you're saying, you're stretching the, 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 the term pen to mean anything, basically. Yeah, the, the perimeter of the pen, like you've got the Apple pen. Oh, you've got do me pens. a favour. You're stretching the meaning. Also, the Apple pen is obsolete already, let's be honest. And there's no, there's no certainty that even that pen will keep, continue to be useful in the future. So I'm not allowing that, no. No, you, I'm not. I'm not allowing these kind of statements about certainties of the future, Josh. If I'm going to do this audio podcast singing the Bob, I think we're going to be honest and proper about it. Of course, of course. Well, we'll move away from the future of pens. I think the, the future uh, the of pens is a subject people want to hear more about. Quite frankly, I don't think enough people have discussed it, <laughs> and that's why we're in this diabolical situation where people are overusing pens, not thinking about long-term. You know pen supplies and when that moment comes when we run out of pens what are we going to do we won't be ready yet for robots we won't have that situation where we don't need them we'll still need them but there won't be any left because no one's thinking about it this is why it's an important subject i don't think we should move away from this subject for the rest of the podcast that's my feeling how do you feel about it i i think I might reserve this subject for my Behind the Byron okay. podcast. That's fair. As long as we make an effort to, to put the information <laughs> out there on pens at some point in the future, stress on future, then I'm cool to carry on. We can move on. Uh, you heard it here first. The uh, Behind just, the Byron podcast. Just writing that down. <laughs> not with a pen. Um, so I'd not... Using a phone, clearly. <laughs> I'm not an idiot. I even use my phone to write down so labels we, on the on things I post out. Don't even use a pen for that. On the label, on the thing. Oh yes, yes, of course. I'm lying. I don't. What are you talking about? I think, I, I've received parcels from you. You used you used the uh, the basic yeah, I did. pen. Yeah, I did. I'm missing. <laughs> okay, I think we may have exhausted um, pen. Recently, pen your I, I I thought we had a few hours in our pen banter, but maybe the audience might go at this point. I've had enough of pens. So I think we move on, Joshy. We'll reserve that for later. Yeah, they, they want to hear some... They want, they want to hear something more related to football, yeah. I imagine. screw them. What did, what did the, the great... So hold your up, account hold up, sits at... One second. Dan will be used to this, me saying hold up. It's what I like to do. I know it's your podcast. For one second. The great 
Henry Ford once said, and you know, you can say there are other great people in history. Maybe he's not the greatest, but the man invented Ford Motors and globalized car sales. And what he famously said, or at least he's believed to have said, is if you ask the people what they wanted, they'd have said a faster horse. He said, no, I don't give a crap about other people and what they want. I'm going to make a car and we're going to sell cars. And that's what he did. So sometimes, Joshy, it doesn't matter what your audience is saying. They might say that they don't want to hear about pens, but you want to talk about pens, so you'd carry on doing it. And then later they realised all they wanted to do is hear about pens. You've got to be a visionary. Are you paraphrasing the Henry Ford quotes, or is that uh, his literal verbatim. word quotes? He doesn't give verbatim. a crap. Verbatim. Verbatim. <laughs> I, used, I used technology. I got my phone out and I read it. No one is going to have the intellect or wherewithal or energy to prove otherwise. So let's accept that as truth. Well, I know a few people that would definitely go out of their way to find out. Their job's worth. We don't need those people. We don't. But if those jobs worth are listening, no, do keep Josh, listening. That's not how you do this. You tell the jobs worth to go sod off, and the good people will stay, and you'll grow. That's all you need. Now I'll allow you to carry on hosting your so, podcast. That is the fair thing to do. <laughs> Thank you very much. So over at three four three, you've got just shy. I think. 10 off, 5,000 followers. You're up to date. Let me check. I don't know. I, I think it probably is I'm around there. extremely up to date. Let's we'll see. I'm going to take your word for it. My, uh, my stats team. All right, you're right. 10 off, 5,000. I would not have expected that. I'm going to be curious. I don't know how these... Well, now I do to an extent know how these things work. I can't say that anymore. Not long ago, I would have said, I don't know how these things work. And I would not have expected anywhere near that lumber... I don't know how long it takes to get there normally. I don't have a clue really about the relative growth of other accounts. But for me, I find it quite astounding and quite um, quite positive. I mean, I don't know where it's going. I don't know if that's the limit. I just really like doing what I'm doing. So it's quite cool to get to that amount. Yeah, it, it's, it's, it's exceptional growth. It's more than, more than me and 99% of other accounts have grown in okay. that time. So I'd say it's, it's, it's a massive achievement. Well, thank you very much. Um, one thing that would have bolstered... One thing... My pleasure. One thing that would have bolstered your um, oh, popularity yeah. is a recent interview you, you did on Give Me Four. Okay. You've done your uh, research. How did that interview... Uh, I always do my research here. How did that interview come about? Well... Who asked... Who, who came to who? Well, my agent has been nagging me for a while. If you don't know my agent... He's doing a terrible job, but he is down at show it's a fan. Uh, I pay him a pittance that he thinks is a fortune. It's quite good in that way. Um, but he doesn't really do a great job. He's been nagging, nagging, nagging. Do this, do that. They want to pay you. They really want you. And I just, you know, Rude Gellis is taking a lot of my attention. So I'm having to do a lot of his work, film him when he's doing his little dances, whatever. And, you know, he's pretty authoritative. So I kind of listen. Happened to have a window of time. Rocket, legend. He was like, come on, let's do this now. We've been waiting around, Will. We wanted you to do this for ages. Can you please do it? I'm like, all right, I'll do it. Can't classic football shirts do it? We've asked them, but we wanted you to do it first. If you say no, we'll do them, but we really want you. So I go, go on then, why not? 
I mean, Doug is a good guy, so silent Dave, but fair play. They want me. So uh, we did it. And I just talked a little bit about shirts. They wanted to see some shirts. And Rocket loves shirts. You know him. He's top man within Soccer AM for so long. Knows everyone in the industry. Top expertise in terms of production, all that type of stuff. So that's why the video looks great, because they know what they're doing. And then the Give Me Sports guys, I think Rocket works with them now, or works in a capacity for them. They were like, we like it. We want to do this. And then classic football shirts were like, well, we'll, we'll share it because they, they love me so much. And I love them too. I'm going to say it here first. I think they're top blokes, the guys that run it. You know, people can say what they like about certain prices and things, and that's totally understandable. But as people, I think they're really cool. And I think they've built a really good business. So I just, I like the fact that they shared it. And I really like the fact that Rocket allowed me to do it and give me sport, put it out there. And I'm completely surprised at the level of, reaction it's got in terms of views relative to other videos that these guys have put out recently um had no expectation and i still don't of what happens after that but just really happy to have that i guess in years to come even if that's the only thing i did it's just a nice little document for me to look back at and go oh because at the end of the day the reason i did instagram originally was just to have my shirts there so i could see them so you know from an admin perspective it was useful to go right oh there's my shirts so i don't have to keep so i hate admin but now I've got a nice little video to also see a few of my shirts to kind of rem- remember in the future. So I kind of see it that way. It's really cool. Uh, you're not you're not lying when you say a few shirts. You you must have hundreds and hundreds of shirts. And only a few got showcased. I could have showed a few more. Um, I could have showed a few more. I don't think I actually saw an AC. I don't think I saw a Centenary AC Milan in that. Picture. No, I've got an entire room for the AC Milan Centenary shirts, basically. You know what's funny? They're not all in one space. So actually, when I put that picture up the other day, <clears throat> that wasn't all of them. That was just the ones that were close together. I know I've got some folded somewhere, whatever. I don't know how many I've got. I think about 12, 11 of them. Um, don't ask me why. I think I'm just a sucker for a good deal. You know, if the way I see it is I, I collect these things because I love football shirts. But if someone tells me, hey, I've got a football shirt and I know it's a really cool one, and they say, uh, you know, I'm looking to sell it and it's for a price I think is ri- ridiculously good. Then I'll, you know, over the time, I'll just pick them up. And I do, I do genuinely intend to eventually sell some of these shirts. But then when you've got so many, as many as I have, you realize that to take pictures of them all, list them all, then have to bloody respond to someone who wants to buy one and then post it. I mean, it's a job and I can't be asked. So I end up with lots of shirts. The missus is a bit upset. She's like, when are you going to sell some? But... <clears throat> yes, that's where I am. Um, I do sell the odd one every now and then, but every time I have to go to the post office, I'm angry. So I try to avoid it. Like today I told a chap that I couldn't post a shirt, I'll have to do it tomorrow. And it's true, but now I've got to do it tomorrow and I'm not looking forward to it, to be completely honest. So classic football shirts, you don't need to worry. I'm not trying to get into your trade. Selling football shirts is hard work, not for me. They're quaking. They're quaking in the boots. Much more obviously. of a collection then. That's, yeah. That's why they want think, to work with you, know, you so much. They're, well, they're you know what it is. Scared. I actually said, I said to them, I'm, you, know, you know, I'm not going to talk about private conversations per se, but I did say to them a long time ago, early doors, don't worry about me. I've got no interest in, in, in getting a business to, to compete with yours. Not that they were scared because who the fuck am I? Sorry, if I don't know if I can swear, but I did. There you go. Um, I just said I'm in it for the banter. And that is really what I'm doing. I just enjoy the banter now of, of the football shirt stuff and what we can do from it. How to, how to squeeze every little bit of joy 
out of that football shirt. Some I still play in. A lot I wear. Some I won't wear because they're too delicate, too rare. How to squeeze as much fun and joy out of your shirts. Now, before Instagram, you'd have grown men sitting in a room, maybe lit, maybe dark, just fiddling about with shirts, with glee. Oh, I've got my shirts, I've got my shirts. And that was great. Everyone loves that. No one, put, no one says they do it, but that's what people do. I know Chineri loves to do that. Mandy's always catching him doing that. But if you don't know Chineri, check, check out his account. He loves, a, he loves a shirt fiddle. Now, that gets to, it gets to a point where years and years of fiddling with your own shirts starts to desensitize. It's not as thrilling as it once was. Let's put it that way. Then you put them on Instagram. People like them. You like theirs. That's, that's a bit of a thrill. But then you want more joy. How to squeeze more out of your shirt. You start making videos of you in your shirt, dancing, looking stupid. More joy, more joy, more joy. New ways of squeezing more joy at the same old shirts. That's what it's all about. So in, in, you would say Instagram is an outlet fiddling. for just finding new and new yeah. and different ways. It's of a very complex of version of a shirt fiddle. Well, I have to say you've done an excellent job of it. Like some of the, some of the videos you put out are quality with some of the characters we've seen Rude Gellis uh, Arteta Solskjaer they're all very um, we'll say unique well I don't Um, the production value seems very very high I don't believe that is the case but if you're saying that I'll take it as a very nice compliment I think the production values on my things look terribly low but I appreciate that you feel that there is Something solid behind the production. As an Instagram account, if you look at the majority of the accounts that have put out content, myself included, it's just it's poor. It's not. It's I not like that, Josh. Let's go after them. They're all rubbish. Let's be honest. <laughs> I see what you mean. I see what you mean. Relatively um, speaking. Yeah. Okay. It's no, I, I take quality. that really positively. And if you think that, then that makes me feel very good. I think it's a classic situation of when you do something yourself, unless you're a massive egotistical dickhead, which I hope not to be. I don't think of myself as if I am fair enough, whatever, but I don't think I am. I think generally what people do, and I'm one of them, is you don't believe in your own hype. You don't know how good what you've done really is. Other people decide that really. And if people generally like it, then great. But equally, if they don't like it too much, I'm not that obsessed about it because I don't have any expectations. I think that's the best way to be. I'm, do, I'm doing this in, in a, without really knowing what, what I'm doing, where I'm going. But I don't let myself get carried away with expectations because then I can't be disappointed. And every little bit of joy that comes is all positive. It's a benefit. It's a bonus. That's how I feel. Anyway. Insight. There you go. Quality interviewing you. You're just penetrating me with question after question, making me talk. Wow. It's not like Lady Gaga and Jonathan Ross, is it? You're a top host, Josh. Well, thank you very much. That, that does inflate my ego because I, much like yourself, I am low, low expectations because if you, if, if, you if you get the best outcome, it's the best enjoyment if you pretend, you, just, just pretend you won. Just do North Korea. Just pretend you won. Yeah. Pretend you won. Exactly. So, we've mentioned a bit about the football shirts. Um, question I had, obviously, you've got yeah. quite an expensive collection. 
when did it and you see them as a portfolio i i yeah. think in how i see it um when did it start to become a portfolio rather than just a wardrobe uh, that's a good question there you go you are a top quality paxman like interviewer i would say uh, Paxman in like the way that Paxman interviewed David Bowie. David Bowie was a visionary, understood where the world was going. Paxman had no clue. He underrated the internet. Very much like you with pens. You don't get the future. I'm Bowie, you're Paxman. But that aside, you have Paxman qualities. You're on the money when it comes to questions. Um, I don't see it as a portfolio in the sense that I'm investing in shirts. Because as I've said before, I don't know if people have watched or, or listened to some of the stuff that me and Dan have talked about on shirts. The fan-ish on live Instagram Wednesdays, 8 p.m., there you go. That's your plug. Um, I might have said this before, that if you're already doing something, if you're already investing something, you might as well do it in a smart way. That's more how I think about it. If I was looking to actually invest money that was just free money, liquid money, capital, if you want to call it, I wouldn't use investments in football shirts as my primary source of capital. I would invest in things that I think are far more lucrative, far more stable long-term potential etc etc i think football shirts for me has to be a passion and if you do it wisely you can avoid losing money and potentially just feel that if you do ever have to sell that you've got you're in you're in the plus now there are ways to make your money out of it from a business sense but i think they're more linked to churning buying and selling buying and selling which is a as i explained earlier not my thing i hate it too much effort it's a back it's basically a job and if you like it fair enough but I could, I could put my labour to work and make a lot more money as a job. I'm sure anyone could. That's not, that's not an ego thing. The point is, if you really want to do a job and you really want to make money, it wouldn't be football shirts for me. Unless you want to build a business like classic football shirts, great. But that's not, that's not my ambition. Um, so I don't really see it as a money spinner. And I think there's a lot of people recently, especially in lockdown, have come into it and seen, they've looked over the garden fence, they've seen someone else and they've thought, oh, they, may, they must be making a lot of money. So they've delved in. They don't really know what they're doing. They haven't got a lot of experience, so they get done by fakes. They get they don't understand like what the price differences between different platforms are. So they think they can buy at one price, sell at another, and then they end up having to get rid of their collection at a loss a lot of time, or just stagnate, or whatever. They end up losing money on the trade. So the postage cost, let's say, that's your fee. Every time you, you send the shirt off, there's a postage cost. There might be a cost on a platform like eBay, Depop. So you keep churning and not actually making a profit and losing labor time, so the time you could have done another job with, that's not very profitable. And if you don't enjoy it and you're not passionate about it, why do it? So that's my view generally. I do love football shirts. So I see it as if I'm going to have them, I want to hope that I'm not buying the worst shirts that no one else wants. But generally, and what's lucky is that ones I like and the ones that we all like are the ones that are most valuable. So it just it just coincidentally makes it easier to go, right, Holland 88. Well, I know that's not going to drop in value. I'm, I'm quite happy to have that. You know, AC Milan Centenary. If I have a few of them, I know they're not going to lose value. So I'm quite happy to have them. It's just, it's coincidental, but, I, you know, I think about it in the back of my head. And I think it's just wise to, to marry those two things, if you can. I, I, I completely agree with that. There is no point doing it unless you have a passion for it. I mean, when I first started, I didn't have a, a, as big a passion as I do now. It's definitely a grown passion. But I did love football shirts coming into this. I didn't. I, I I did do a bit of buying and selling 
and I still I still do where where possible. But I'm definitely I'm and I'm not I'm now. not trying to stigmatize. Um, yeah, fair play, and that's maybe all your that's fault. the thing you, you end up getting attached to things, and then you you plan to sell them, and then you then you're a, you're a sucker, and you're a collector. I mean, fair play, welcome to the dark side. But I don't want to stigmatize the buying of selling of shirts if that's your way of doing it. I've, that is not what I'm saying. What I'm saying for me is that's I see that as a job if you're going to do it. And I, if I am going to do something I'm passionate about, I do want to distance it from a job. I want my, you know, I, personally, I think we should all try and aspire if we can to have jobs that we're passionate about. And that'd be great if you can. But when you're doing something with your spare time, for me, I want it to be relaxing, enjoyable. And having to think about money in and out on something takes away that enjoyment for me. So I try and keep the thing separate. That's that's more than fair enough. That's it's a very, very solid much, answer Boy. To, to the question. Um, this is a bit bit of an interesting one. I don't think I've heard this question answered by you before. What was the first Grail shot like? What you would perceive that is to a be good a Grail question. shirt that you ever um, Grail that I'd be let's say Grail that I'm aware is a Grail because you know you might have a shirt and it turns out to be a Grail later on, but you didn't know it was. So when I first got a shirt, I thought it would be a grail. Oof. Probably out-and-out out grail would probably be the um, the swastika early 90s Fiorentino way, the controversial one, because that one's unequivocally a grail because, you know, it went into production, played a few times and then cancelled. So obvious limitations on supply. Everyone knows... Everyone in the community knows it's a rare shirt. It's pretty hard to buy that not knowing it's a grail. So that would have been the first grail, known grail shirt that I got, I would say. And that was years ago. I can't remember the exact year. I've, bear in mind, I've been collecting shirts since basically 12 years old, um, on and off. I had worked in my mum's calf at one point, and I was just spending money on shirts on eBay years ago. I, can't, I dread to think what I probably missed out on back then, to be honest. But I also got lots so I'm you know I'm not complaining but if I had the, the the experience I mean we can all do this but if I knew what I now what if I knew then what I know now I'd probably have all the holiday hits in the world you know what I mean like I'd probably be classic football shirts times 12 or probably probably to be fair like they are I'm sure they would but they probably didn't start at 12 um but I didn't I didn't so I can't remember exactly but it would have been in my 20s that I probably got the Fiorentina shirt can't remember the exact year or age. There you go, Josh. There you go. It's all about the... That, it's all the about the little... Uh, do you know what I really shirt. It's those little pauses between me stopping talking and then you starting talking that I enjoy the most. No, no, it's, it's clearly oh, well-judged timing. I just really... I enjoy it. I think the, I think the audience, the non-plebs, the intellectuals, they'll get it. If you don't get it, well, that, that's obvious what it says about you, isn't it? There you go. Again from Josh. Timing, excellence. Um, from Joshy boy, excellence. Oh, he's still doing it. The guy's on form. The lad is on form. He times those pauses. <laughs> Jesus, like Dennis Burkamp times a pass. That makes me Thierry Henry, I guess. Cheers for the tea up, Joshy. Cheers. 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 Uh, the, the pleasure is all mine. Um, 
So what what I got from yes. that is yeah, you could boil it down to that. Thing. You could do that. You, you know what? You could and... cut the entire last few minutes if you wanted and just say hindsight's a lovely thing. I don't think it's what your podcast's all about. I think it's more than that. I think it's more than that, Joshy. So, and the first girl you've got is a grab. I've, I've had a couple. I've had never a, had well, I've had a couple. Before. I actually sold one, and I've got one. Not the long sleeve, though. I've never had the long sleeve. I've never. I I haven't hunted for it, but it'd be hard to hunt for. So, you know, when they come up, they come up. Uh, you don't see them very often nowadays. You do in like small. I see a few in small, but I just wouldn't get it in small because one, it wouldn't fit me, and two, most people really devalue smalls. Smalls just. Extra small, small. You're you're cutting out so much, pe- so many people that you're like halving the price of the shirt, really. So I don't bother. You know how I feel, Josh. You're, you're you know, we're 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 Adonises, the two of us. And when you are in the kind of rock Arnie category of man, you can't afford to wear kids shirts, and you know what I'm talking about. So you get it exactly. Um, I've actually seen one of those long sleeve Fiorentinas pop up. Whether you can get it from Sam at Football Shirts One Hundred and One? Yeah, no, no he, he's actually got my short sleeve one. One of my short sleeve so ones. But sports. then he obviously found this long sleeve one, which was brilliant. There's a few I've seen a few about. Like these things, they do come up. I mean, I wouldn't. There's some people. My strategy is: if something comes up, I want it, and it's a reasonable value. I'll probably get it because if I don't, in the future, it might not be there, or it'll probably be higher value. And I know that there are people who will turn their nose at eyes too much for me or whatever. And if it's overpriced, fine. Sometimes actually you've got to think long term. Maybe it's overpriced now, but in, in a month's time, it actually may, may be market price. And you've got a question, will it come up again? If it won't, then you should pay for it. You know. And I think there are a lot of people who've probably seen some of these shirts and then not gone for them. And now are bloody ruined that mistake because they're thinking, oh, could have got it for 200 quid. But I thought that was too much. And now it's worth 600 quid. You know, so I think it's good to to be smart about the price you pay, but you have to think long term. You have to think about your, you know, what you have in terms of money, not just what you think is theoretically the right value. Because if you've got the money in the bank and it's just sitting there doing nothing, making no interest, and this market's making sod all interest, probably not investing in much. Let's be, let's face it, shirt collectors are hardly Goldman Sachs employees. Do you know what I mean? What are we all doing? Um, we're hardly trading our money. So if it's in the bank and you're not using it. Might as well plough it into a football shirt that might go up in value. Negating my earlier point about investing exactly. in football shirts. But you know what I'm saying. I, 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 I'm a complex man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, nobody that's listening to this will doubt that. Everyone will know you're very truth. opinionated. Um, sometimes and the truth can, vary. can change. So I change with it. Exactly. There again with your time pauses. And there's it's the little exhales. It's those little... Oh, it's the pause and then the... It just gets me. takes my breath away. Uh, once you've done one podcast, you, you I'm not an expert at podcasts. I'm an expert at an life, expert Joshy Boy. And podcasts, you know exactly what you're guess doing. what, Josh? It's part of life. From a host perspective, once you've hosted a podcast, you you are instantly well, you are 
To be honest, I, I, you know, Joe Rogan. I'm going to sing your praises for a second, Josh. <laughs> it took years for Joe Rogan to time his pauses the way you're timing tonight. Years. And I don't think he had the natural raw ability that you do. So if you have the connections he had, and he does have a lot of connections, wasn't the best stand-up comedian, but he knew the people in the industry and he got in at the early best time, got some good guests on. Now look at him. Definitely, definitely you could do that, Josh. Definitely. Or the equivalent in Blackpool. Let's say that. You could be the equivalent in Blackpool. I'm going to do some quick fire questions now. Um, I don't actually want you to say the first thing that comes to your mind. Uh, I don't want any, any mind changing. All right. Um, are you ready? Yep. So are authentic shirts worth the money over regular stadium shirts? Yes. Would you burn all your Arsenal shirts or all of your Holland 88 shirts? Oh, Jesus. Arsenal, because I could buy them again. Do streetwear designs belong in football shirts like Jordan and Palace? Palace? They did the Juve uh, club of the year. Uh, I'm not that aware of all of these things, to be fair. I think there's room for everyone. If you make a good kit, you can do it. Uh, what's your best bargain on a shirt bin ever? Probably a holiday eight. Or probably a lot of holiday eights, to be fair. All of hard to say. So many bargains. Very hard to say, but I'd say holiday eight. Top shirt. Is there a better bromance than 343 hits the fan? Yes. And that is? I'll leave that to you. Well, after tonight, it's clearly us, isn't it? Well, yes. I, I'm replacing uh, Dan in the Wednesday night show. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, uh, potentially. <laughs> I mean, you could definitely replace him as my agent. Oh, yeah. This is very quick fire. I apologise. Uh, that's what. Quickfire is what we're after here. Well, you kept, we you kept delving. Move on to the next section now, which okay. is the prediction section. So I've picked out five different games from this weekend. And I want you to tell me the correct score. I'll definitely You will get five points. Five points if you get the correct result. And five points if you get the correct score. Okay. So the total is 50. Um the last guest, Dan, scored a measly five points out of 50. Wow. So I'm really hoping you can do a bit better than that. Well, that makes sense because he's allows the agent. So, yeah. So the first game is unusually a top of the table kind of clash. It's Man City against West Ham. Yeah. Man City 3 0. 3 0? Yeah. No fight back from the Hammers? Nah. Booty will be disappointed, but they're doing well. They don't need to win. Celtic against Aberdeen. Oh, how do I know what's going on in bloody Scotland, mate? Come on. Uh, 2-1 Celtic. All all I I know is that uh, Rangers are quite comfortably winning the league this season. Yeah, they're doing all right. Fair play to them. Fair play to Steven Gerrard. 
Another top of the table clash in a different league. Sevilla against Barcelona. I'm not sure it's top of the table clash, but I see what you're saying. Well, it, it's they're in the, they're both in the table, so it's a table clash. We'll go with table clash. No one ever says that. You could coin that, Josh. It's a table clash. It's not top. It's not bottom. It's not middle. It's just table. Two teams. One's third. One's fifteenth. It's a table clash. You heard it here first. So in the table clash between Barcelona and Sevilla, I would go Barcelona eight, Sevilla. Seven. The fact that you could still get five points from that if Barcelona win is quite astounding. I deserve it. <laughs> and you still level down points. Wow. Uh, Chelsea against Manchester United. Is it home or away? So Chelsea's home, yeah? Chelsea's home. So another table clash. I'm going to go with Chelsea because Alonso's playing and Chilwell is average. Left-footed Gary Neville. Gary Neville playing nowadays, and that's not very modern. Um, Chelsea on the ascendancy, 2 1 Chelsea. 2 1 Chelsea. And a, another table clash in Serie A Roma against AC Milan. Oh, AC Milan have lost it a little bit, haven't they? Maybe a bit tragic. But you know, if they finish top four, it's still great. I'm going to go, I'm going to go 3 1. AC Milan, so 1-3. Just because I hope they keep winning and get back into it. I mean, I, I would love to see AC Milan back in Europe. I think they will do yeah, that. That's, that's, the, that's the good thing. I think they will do that. But then, it, you know, they could they, they could drop out of it. I don't know what's going on under underneath Juventus, to be honest. I don't know how close the other teams are, but their form could dip terribly and, and something could happen. But I hope they can keep in that top four and hopefully fight back for for the title it would be quite a turn up after their decline over the past 10 years it would be and it would be I mean it might not it's probably not going to be the case now but had they maintained this it would be for me Zlatan's biggest achievement and he's got some big achievements he has been everywhere and won pretty much everything at domestic level indeed he has Josh this is why they pay you the big bucks you've done your research uh, my stats team do it all. Who's your stats team? Um, the, the other shot of the, the other half of the football. You see, I, that was a big a bit of a revelation. I mean, I'm, I've kind of not alluded. I've alluded to Dennis. I haven't actually confirmed that Dennis is the other half of the account. He actually does a lot of my posts that I haven't mentioned before. But you, that was a that was a bit of a shock to me to find out suddenly there's another guy on your account. What does he do? Who is he? Where'd that come from? Now I'm the host. He he's very part time. He has only been mentioned in one post before, and that is when I changed my name from the Fortunate Guy to the Guys. Oh wow! I didn't even remember when did um, that happen? Was that early? Uh, it was around July time, September time. All right, so early. Quite okay. early on. That was it. One S. Um, that was the moment we all supposed to know. There's another guy when you just added an S <laughs> secretly overnight. Of course, Josh. Yes. And there's another guy. He doesn't mention him anymore, <laughs> but. We put an S on football shirt guy. We should know. Our fault. Uh, he he is mainly there for support. Emotional? Rather than for the con Yeah, of course. Of course. So you just lean on him. Um Yeah. When when my fiance and son aren't the required support, I add in extras. 
Um, but I saw this this pipe men challenge that Dan created, and I'm not the most gifted footballer, so I thought someone else might want to have a go. Two chapters are better than one, and he uh, he hit it from forty yards out. So, well, any you know, I'm not going to take it away from you guys, but you know, five hundred attempts at hitting a crossbar from halfway line, you're going to hit it once, aren't you? To be honest. First take. We'll have your word to take for it, don't we? <laughs> From a guy who subtly changed his name overnight and never told us why, we're supposed to just trust you. Yeah. This guy might have been brought in just to hit the crossbar, for all I know. Never going to be seen again after this. It, it's not likely. There you go. We'll see. Time will tell. Just like with the pen. Yes. For the final section, um, I would like you to introduce something into Shirt Room 101. Now, Shirt Room 101 is the it's the banish it's the phantom zone of anything football shirt related. If you don't like it, you can banish it and we will never see you it. You don't again. I've got too many things I want to put in. Do I have to only pick one? You can only select one. Okay. Mood. It's very much mood dependent so my current state of mind is, is going to lean towards dodgy raffles there you go not like i haven't chimed up about that before the dodgy raffles you know many reasons why i don't need to labor the point but i do like to labor the point so i'm going to labor the point actually um you know you like to labor the point with me don't you joshy that's what you're here for basically um we we, we love the yeah. points we love the reason. So I'm going to list out the points. Point one, they're crap shirts most of the time. Point two, a lot of them are people adding name sets onto shirts that are, they think make them more valuable, but actually they devalue them a lot of the time, especially when they're dodgy prints. Um, and, you know, if you want to add a print, that's fine, but just tell people so they know what they're getting and they're not doing that. They send out. You know, I don't mind the occasional reminder or introduction of who you are and what your services are, but to, to berate people, you know, to come inundate people even with, with, with constant DMs and links and tags and shit and stuff like that, just so you can get their raffle, which is dodgy in the first place for a crap shirt. It's just not on. They don't check who they're doing it to. It could be kids. They don't care. They're just making money. It's not, it's, it's not about the football shirts anymore. It's about money. They've, they've seen there's an opportunity. And actually, it's not even about football shirts. There are people doing this in like for all kinds of stuff. I've seen people do it for mobile phones, cinema tickets, golf days, boots, cars, all kinds of nonsense, caravans, dogs, probably. You can get a raffle for a dog, I'm sure, if you look hard enough. And the problem is the people raffling football shirts, they're the same people who raffle everything. They're not football shirt people. They, they, they present themselves as football shirt people. They have a football shirt account. I'm telling you now, they're not football shirt people. No genuine football shirt person who's doing it for the passion would, would do the level of raffle. Now, the odd raffle, some legit people, I get it. Really unique shirt, can't get it very often. They would sell it otherwise. They're giving people opportunities to get it one off for a small fee, if you're lucky, charitable cause. We all get it. And in its moment, it's the right thing to do. Now we know maybe PayPal doesn't like it, so we're avoiding it generally, but it's the incessant ones. It's the constant, in-your-face, shit raffles daily. Put them in room 101, Joshy. Don't want to see them again. I hope this works. I hope after this, Josh, I won't see one again. And that you're not having me on. 
I more than hope so too. I, you know, I'm going to seal terrible, terrible football shirt raffles away into shirt room 101 because, I mean, I, I I've raffled a few myself, but they've not been t- they've they've been good shirts. They've been like you say hard to obtain usually, and I'm, I I usually make a loss on my kids' search shirts. <laughs> yeah, twenty uh, p. But let's again, as long as you're valuing it correctly, fair play. Yeah, I I, th- I think if you do it, if you do it correctly and you don't overdo it, like I I, I you you raffled off the Fiorentina shirt and you did it for a, a ridiculously yeah I, cheap I price. Probably shouldn't have done that in hindsight. I mean, I could have sold it for more. I mean, I sold it for fair value, market value probably, but not big profit. Exactly. You're right. When I do so, it, I do it right. You're right. Yeah, I, I think it's a. It's a worthy inclusion, and I, I hoped to not Let's see clarify. any Let's clarify. raffles again. I'm not going to say you can't do things like it if you do it in a noble way, whether or not it's legal, whether or not PayPal like it. That's a, that's a side point. I don't control those things. But if you do it in an ethical way, fair, that's not what I'm saying. It's the really dodgy ones, which is a lot of them. That's what I want to put in Room 101, and I think it's quite clear to everyone the difference. Yeah, you, you've check check out three four three's beef series for. If you, I'm sure he will have listed more reasons on there. Um, but yeah, it, it's a worthy inclusion. Was that a joke? The people that, that do joke? it, they know who Jesse they are. Boy was the B series bit. Was that a joke? Did you just make a joke, Jesse Boy? I like that. No, I, I like that. Joking. That was a proper joke. I just wasn't sure because it was in between a lot of other stuff and you moved on. You didn't do your timing. You know how you do your classic pause? That would have been the moment for the classic pause. Mm. Then I would have been, and everyone listening, mm. B, the B series? B series? What's that? Oh, you're talking about how free for free just keeps talking all the time. That's funny. Mm. I like that joke. Mm. There you go. There's the timing. The pauses are just unique. Unique. <laughs> This is what's going to take you straight to the top. If you listen or watch Jonathan Ross, very similar to you. Similar tra- trajectory, I reckon. Without the speech, Exactly. Well, that's why you're going to go bigger than he was. Ho- hopefully, your prediction does come true. It has been an absolute pleasure to speak to you and... I'm- by the time this this is released, you will more than likely have hit five thousand oh, subscribers, much. and I will congrats. I'll congratulate oh, you, you on that now. I appreciate that. Um, yeah, it's, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on, and yeah, you've been, you've given some really insightful. Well, thank great you answers. very much, Josh. Thanks for having me on. I see good things in your future. This is probably the best podcast there is in football shirts, alongside maybe the football kick uh, guy. But right now, this is probably the most informed because we've got the best guests currently, I would say. Um, it's probably all downhill from now. But right now, you're doing well. Thank you very much. Is that much. your dog I can hear? Uh, thank you all. I was yes, wondering, it, is, it one, is. is one of us? I thought it can't be me. I'm trying to hear my own breath. I haven't got a wheeze. And I thought, Josh, I can hear you breathing. So you've, yes, you're breathing twice, like out the nose and out the mouth. And then I thought, 
you've got an old little fat little fat cutie dog haven't you i bet it's just lying there snoring a little king charles spaniel isn't it king charles cavalier or whatever it is yeah just just mm, mm, mm. <laughs> cute dennis is actually in another room otherwise you might hear him he doesn't tend to snore oh. very occasionally very rarely would have snore but he does a love he loves a good dream when he's dreaming you'll just suddenly hear and he's clearly like chasing or being chased something's going down something serious someone's trying to attack the house he's defending us they've run off he's a hero that's his dream recirculated I'm sure 